0: Hey, what's going on? It's Mr. Tracy, Ambassadors. So like I said, hey, I had to do a part two of the itch, right? So it's the conflict of the itch, part two. So I'm just jumping right in, as usual, just going right into it. So the conflict of the itch and the scratch, right, it can be falsely illustrated in the theology of dualism, right? Meaning that uh, here are two separate entities, good and evil which are equal, that are equally powerful, right? So it's like, it's like scratching that, it's like scratching that, that, that part, that spot that hurts, but feels good at the same time, right? Yeah, we, we know about that. Oh, that feels so good. It hurt, but it's like, oh, it feels so good. Ah, it hurt, but it feels so good. The representation of pleasure and pain, good and evil. Now, with that being said, I to really believe that because the scratch feels good, it is a representative, it is a representative of God, and that the itch is a representative of Satan. If we agree with this concept, if we agree with this concept, then we're saying that we agree that Satan is equal in power to God, and that's absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. From a Christian perspective, there is no entity that is alive or dead, uh, grown from the earth or swimming in the water, crafted or invented in this world, spiritually or physically, that is more powerful or equal to God. None. Nothing. Nothing. No one. No person plays a, uh, a thing is equal to God. None. Absolutely. There is no dualism. None of that. God is supreme, right? He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end, right? That's it. So there's nothing equal to God. So there's none at all. So let's go back into it. So the temptation of the itch and the sinful action of the scratch is nothing to overlook, right? None of us are above being tempted, but all will be and have been given a way out to keep us from a habitual life of sinning and to live in the joy of the Lord our God. I want to say something again. Let me read this again. None of us are above being tempted. None of us. But all will be and have been given a way out to keep us from a habitual life of sinning and to live in the joy of the Lord our God. So I'm saying is that we're all it's it's right there, all of us, all of us are subject and to being tempted, and we will be tempted. There's no questions about it. First Corinthians, right? First Corinthians 10. 12 and 13 in the amplified bible says this Therefore let the one who thinks he stands firm immune to temptation being overconfident and self-righteous take care that he does not fall into into sin and condemnation no temptation regardless of its source has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience Nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. Woo, that right there. (laughs) Or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist, to resist. But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when I read that, right? And I'm saying like, man, it's like, it's it's like, saying, it's like, okay, look, I know that you're going to be tempted. I'm telling you that this is going to happen, but I'm going to give you a way out. Now it's up to you. It's up to you to take that way out. But if you, if you take the way out that I, that I give you, you're going to overcome temptation with joy. Let's get back into it. We must accept, right, that we are of God and that we belong to Him. And because of this, He who He who is in us is greater than He, Satan, who is in the world of sinful mankind. So 1 John 4 and 4, an amplified Bible tells me this, or tells us this. Little children, believers, dear ones. You are of God and you belong to him and have already overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist, because he who is in you is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world of sinful mankind. Man, that's that. I mean, that's like dropping a bomb on the situation. You can't help but to just like, whoa, he's telling me that I belong to him. I belong to him. And and I have already overcome the agents of the Antichrist because he talking about God, right? Who is in me is greater than he, Satan, that's in this world. Man, that says a whole lot. So the conflict of this itch and scratch is not simply a struggle. So that's this is what it's telling me. It's not just simply a, a, a struggle that uh, that's primarily focuses on the physical physical components of the flesh uh, and blood, but rather against the spiritual forces of wickedness. Ephesians six and twelve, Amplified Bible. So most of the scriptures or all the scriptures that I'm going to give is basically going to come out of the Amplified Bible. It just explains things to me so much better. So so anyway, so Ephesians 6 and 12 in the Amplified Bible says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. Contending only with physical opponents but against the rulers, against the powers, against against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Do we understand that we are constantly battling those things that are within us, with those things that are common to us, And what we've been exposed to, and I really have to put emphasis on that, right? I really have to put emphasis on that. With those things that are common to us and what we've been exposed to, there's some things in life that that we knew nothing about until we were exposed to it. Somehow, some shape, some form of fashion, we were exposed to certain things. And because we were exposed to it, now that thing has become a thing to us right and and that's just that's just life you can't get a, you can't get away from it there's some things within us that we that we have a desire for that we shouldn't have and that's within us right but there are some things that we've been exposed to and now that's become a part of us because of what we've been exposed to or how we've been exposed to it good bad or indifferent we've been exposed to it so this conflict of the itch, temptation, and the scratch, the sinful action of missing the mark of obedience, acceptance, belief, and confession of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior is no joke. So I'm saying itch and scratch. This is what I'm saying. It's not a joke. This is not a joke. Itch and scratch. If I change it around based on what, what I just read, the temptation and the act of sin, and the act of sin, right? The temptation and the action of sin, of missing the mark of obedience, temptation and the action of missing the mark of obedience, or if I made it shorter, just call it, you missed the mark, temptation and missing the mark of obedience, temptation and missing the mark of obedience. It's no joke. It's it's real. Whatever the temptation may be for you, I'm not just simply just saying it is things that are that are, that are sexual in, in, in nature. This thing is flesh and blood. Anything that deals with this flesh and blood, whatever the temptation may be for you, drinking, drugs, lying, stealing, murder, whatever the case may be, there's a temptation somewhere in your life. And you have to do everything you can to depend upon God, right, to overcome missing the mark of obedience. You have to do that. I have to do that because this temptation, no one, no one it is exempt from it. We're all going to face it. So, this itch and this scratch, the temptation and the and, and missing the mark of obedience, it is real. It is real. And if and then if we're not going to be obedient or accept or believe, right, and confess Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, I mean, then you're really in the world of trouble. You a word of trouble and heavenly trouble. And when it's all over, you, you're gonna have to stand before the Father. And who's sitting at the right hand? Jesus Christ. And you're gonna have to stand before him, and you're gonna have to give a, an account. But if you don't even believe him, you don't even stand a chance. You don't even confess him. Let me make sure me say that right. You can believe something, but not not accept it and not have any faith. Right? I was I was talking to my mom about something and in and, and the conversation we was we was talking about some things and I said you know what and this ain't me saying this to my mom but this is we us talking about a situation and I said a person can respect you but not love you a person can acknowledge you can acknowledge you and not like you they can acknowledge you and not and not love you they can like you and not love you so people can acknowledge Christ right they can say things about him they can believe that he existed but they don't but they don't love him nor did nor If they don't love him, nor do they or have they accepted him as their Lord and Savior, it means nothing. They, They don't stand a chance. Now, I can't say that they go into heaven or hell. I can only say based upon the word that I that I have read that there's going to be a judgment for them that may not be in their favor because they didn't even accept Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Let alone worried about an itch and a scratch, let alone worried about temptation or missing the mark. You missed the main mark of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So let's keep on going here. So now when I say this is not no joke, it's not a joke out here it is not a joke. people are within society right that's waiting to devour us by way of exposure, exploitation, cancellation, at the drop of a dime. they are waiting. It's like a bull'seye is on you. oh you're a believer oh you talking about you talking about God, you're talking about Jesus Christ. Trying to win people, them you talking about that you done stopped the things that you've done, that you're not doing it no more, and now you want to reach back and pull other people up out of the out of the 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 the, the mud and the sinful habits, habitual uh sins and habits that they been doing. Now you want to stop there. Oh no, uh-uh, we gotta do something about that. So they waiting, they look at, they they are waiting, they are waiting at the drop of a dime right to expose us for ex, uh, exploitation the counsel to to say all types of things they they're looking they're looking in your past they're looking in our past they're looking in our past and waiting for that future itch that future temptation right and the scratch right waiting for us to miss the mark of obedience to destroy you and i to destroy us any which way possible that they could possibly do it. Yeah, we know everybody got a past. We know everybody got something that they deal with. Yeah, we know that. We understand that. But but, but you're not everybody But you're the person that's saying that you believe In Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior That you've accepted Him as your Lord and Savior You believe in God the Father Right? You believe in Him You confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior You believe in the impartation Of the Holy Spirit You are confessing all of these things I don't care if you call it the Trinity I don't care if you, if you Whatever You are saying those things I believe in God the Father I believe in confessing and accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I have the impartation of the Holy Spirit, and now you're trying to change people from living a habitual life of sin and for them to change, right? And you want them to begin to ignore or begin to against the itch and the scratch, they got a bull's on you. But God said in his word that we read, old, that I just read prior to right here, he said, but we're overcome, we're overcome the temptations, right? With joy. If we're depending upon him, first Peter, right? Five and eight and the Amplified Bible says this, be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined, be alert. And cautious, right? At all time. Let me put that portion before I read the rest of it. Keep your head on swivel. That's what it's saying. I'm just gonna break it down like that. Look around, keep your eyes open. Check, right? Check your check your 12, your your three, your nine, and your six. Check all that. Basically, check all around you. Check your 12, your three, your 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 six, and your nine. Check all around you. Have some self-discipline. I know it's hard when there's something that you're doing in your life that you've been doing and you know that it's wrong and now you're trying to stop it. Of course, it's hard because you have been so accustomed to doing this thing, right? And you've been so you've been exposed to so many things that it's in your mind. It's in you. You think about stuff. You will desire things that you shouldn't. You don't even know what it came about. You wonder what, what door did this did this enter into? How did this? How did that? But that's okay. But you got to keep pursuing God through Christ Jesus and listening for listening for the voice, right? And the, the voice of the Holy Spirit spirit. So you got to continue to, it says to be sober, be well-balanced and self-discipline, right? Be well-balanced and self-discipline. This is, you got to constantly do that. Why? Why does he say this? Because that the enemy of yours, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. When I said earlier, right? Society, there are people in society, right? That's waiting to devour us by way of what exposure, exploitation, cancellation, right? Here are the things looking in all types of avenues, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, entering into all of these little gateways and and, and of, of trying to, to attack us and cancel us and snuff us out ain't got nothing to say doing things that we think that oh it okay it's all right it feels good you know i'm not hurting nobody but it just because it feels good that don't mean it's right even a songwriter said how can something so so uh, so uh good how can so how do they say how can something feel so good right be so wrong something of that nature even they said that the world even says it in in their in their songs in their lyrics then listen they're waiting. They're waiting. So this thing is hard. So we got to constantly keep our head on swivel. We got to be sober. We got to practice uh, being well balanced and self discipline. Do what we, Do what it takes. I'm not saying that sometimes we're not gonna fall because we are all that falling short of the glory of God. But we got to get right back up and, and get our mind sober. Be well balanced. Be and, and be self disciplined Practice. Put these things in play. If you can't hang around everybody, be by yourself. Be by yourself until you get to a place that you're constantly dependent upon God, so that you that you will that you won't commit these habitual sins all the time. That you won't always that you won't always scratch that itch. That we can overcome the temptations with joy. Because we're dependent on God through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, right? So let me keep on going. And that some of us, or shall I say that someone is us. Why? Because we belong to him. Ephesians 5 and 30, right, says because we are we are members, parts of his body. Therefore, we are his believers. We are his ambassadors. We are his saints. We are his disciples. We are his friend. We are his sons, little s, right? Where is all that at? First, t- We are his believers, First Timothy 4 and 12. We are his ambassadors, right? Second Corinthians 5 and 20. His saints, Romans 1 and 7. His disciples, John 15 and 8. His friend, John 15 and 15. His son, little s, right? Galatians 4 and 7. That's this these are the things that we are. With that being said, within this conflict, we are either going to walk after the Holy Spirit of God or the flesh, the worldly desires of the worldly desire of Satan. This itch and the scratch, the temptation and missing the mark of obedience unto God is no joke. We cannot live in between the itch and the scratch. The temptation, right, and missing the mark called sin. We can't live in between this. It's, it's, it's not possible. We can't have The boat, we can't, there can't be a dualism, right? Because it's not equal. It's not equal. It is not equal. It does not belong. And so we can't have a dualism. It's not equal. We can't think that everything is just fine. This is a lukewarm position and lifestyle. And God will not, will have nothing to do with us. He will have nothing to do with us if we think that we can live both worlds. We can be, we can be good. We can do, be evil, right? Live unholy. And Live righteous, right? Thinking that we can do things and then be like, oh, hallelujah, right? No, that's, that's, no, we can't do that. We cannot do that. He has a problem with that. He has a problem with that. Revelations 3, 15 to 6 says, says this 15. I know your deeds that you are neither cold, right? Invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic, right? I wish that you were cold or hot. You see that? I wish that you were cold or hot. You got to be one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. When I read that, there's a visual picture in my mind, right? Then when he said, "I will vomit you out," you ever seen someone, or have you ever experienced that you you had the the upchuck, you had to throw up, and it was so hard that it just came, just boom, and it just it just shot out. It may have went across the room, it would have went on the table, but it just shot out, and I'm just sitting there like, oh. He said, either you're going to be hot or cold, but you will not be lukewarm and think that you're going to walk along with me. You are not going to live in between the itch and the scratch and think it's fine. You are not going to live in between... The temptation and missing the mark of obedience and think that it's okay. You are not gonna sit here and say that you worship me, that you believe in God the Father. When I say me, not me as Tracy, but you're not gonna sit here and say that you're gonna worship and accept God the Father to Jesus Christ and then go light up, then go light some stuff and some plants and things and and put it all around you and, and pray to all these other things, these other entities, these other ancestors and things of that nature. You you either gonna be with me or you ain't. You know what I'm saying? You don't even want to deal with people in your life that's like that. That's all fickle. bro. either you with me or you ain't. you either going or you're not. You, you, you don't even want to deal with that. So you, But you expect God to deal with it. But you won't deal with deal with people in your life like that. Just look, check this out. So that means we got to choose this day whom we will serve, whom you will serve. Choose this day to resist the temptation to prevent the sin. Resist the temptation to prevent the sin. Resist the temptation to prevent the sin. Resist the itch to prevent from scratching, right? James four and seven, Amplified says, so submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him and he will flee from you. We cannot give in, we cannot give up, right, on each other and we cannot scratch every itch. And when I say we can't give up on each other, we need one another. We need one another I know I said Hey if you can't do this Then it's okay Then go be by yourself But in being by yourself Right That's only for a time Because I don't want you To be isolated Because then Now you give way For the attacks of the enemy Because you're by yourself You may have to connect With some people You may have to get to a church And just go to the go to the church And sit there And be amongst other believers And hear praise and worship Hear prayer Hear a word that's given So that it may strengthen you That there are times When you feel like That you're weak That you are able to reflect on the word that was given through the vessel that stood before you That you are able to recant on the songs of praise and worship that glorify God That you are able to look at the gifts and the talents that other believers have presented before you That becomes an encourager to you That you are able to hold on That you are able to make it That you are able to keep, keep going That you are able to overcome the habitual sins of temptation And with joy in the Lord Right in the Lord God our Savior Jesus Christ that you are able to do it. Proverbs 4, 25 and 27 says this, let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze, g- your gaze, right? G-A-Z-E, be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways will be steadfast and sure. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left, where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. That's that's it right there. That's it right there. So we going so that way we can avoid. So we can avoid. Do everything we can to avoid this itch and this scratch. To avoid to 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 be able to avoid the temptation of missing the mark of obedience unto unto our Lord God through Jesus Christ. Right. So look here. Pray with me. Father God, I ask that you forgive me because of the sins I have committed, and I repent from those sins. I accept, believe, and confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help and protect me to live each day to its fullest. Guide my footsteps that I may obtain, right, that I may obtain and apply wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in every area of my life. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Look, thank you for joining this week on Ambassador Inspired to Inspire. Please share this with your friends and your family. Until next time, be inspired.